Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. I'm Steven Silver, character designer and teacher, dedicated to helping you learn about the art industry and living up to your potential. Whippee! to another Monday morning art talk. So before I get started today, I'd just like to share with you a link down below. Feel free to check it out. There is one on My Hero, a documentary that I made that you're able to download it for, uh, watch it for free. It's through Vimeo, but you got to use the link down below in order to uh, see it that way. So check that out. And also, if you guys are interested in getting a caricature done by me of you, um, I'm doing that too. So you can look at that link down below there as well. Today, I wanted to talk about just really finding your, your passion and doing it to the best of your ability. And this is coming from the words of my hero, Mort Drucker, who just passed away yesterday morning. It's something where it was unexpected. I mean, he's old. He was 91. I didn't know that. I knew that he was sick and that he was ill. He wasn't doing so great. Um, luckily, I mean, he didn't succumb because of the virus or anything. He died in his passed away. I like to use that word instead. He passed away in his sleep. And you never know when you're gonna, what, what a topic might come up from. I wasn't planning on doing a topic on this today, but here we are in this situation. And what I really wanted to talk about was what more did, what it means to truly find a hero in your life and what it means to find someone who inspires you and why, why that's important. But ending with something that was very powerful and I wrote it down here was what Mort would say. He said, you know, follow your passion and do it to the best of your ability. And that was something that he really felt strong about and something he did and something he shared all the time. I was very fortunate to have found Mort Drucker when I was in high school through Mad Magazine. And this is, again, the importance of really trying to finding your hero, finding a mentor, finding someone who may not necessarily be there in the beginning anyway, to teach you and actually call on your name and say something to you, but for you to discover an artist within your life that you can try to emulate and that you admire and the importance of that to really seek that. Sometimes it comes to you. Sometimes you don't even know who these people are going to be in your life. I, I wasn't expecting Mort Drucker from Mad Magazine to come into my life. I was, at first I was always the Rockwell. I, I love Norman Rockwell. That was a huge influence. I like cartooning, but I had a bunch of random cartoon books. There was no real purpose at that point. And that's where when I was in 11th grade and discovered Mort Drucker in Mad Magazine, because a friend of mine showed me his work, all of a sudden there became a purpose. And now I was able to take that, that it just kind of like hit me like, um, what the heck is this? And I remember distinctly, it was a 
Arnold Schwarzenegger from that movie Commando, I believe that he that he made, and he was standing there holding a big old you know machine gun and doing his Arnold Schwarzenegger thing, and I was just like, oh my god, look at the caricature, look at the the the, the figure, look at the inking, look at the hands, look at everything, and it just struck me, and from that point on, I became hooked, I became addicted. And I couldn't get enough and just trying to find who is this guy. And from there, I would just, I, I still didn't really study from him as I should have. That didn't come till I graduated from high school when all of a sudden I found myself in high school doing caricatures more because of Mort Drucker. And that led to my professional career getting hired as a caricature artist in theme parks. And then from there, the person that hired me and his name was David Camish, and Paul Camish was his brother. And David Camish became a huge influence to me. And Dave Camish was a huge, uh, hugely influenced by Mort Drucker and Jack Davis. So he developed his style from those guys, but had his own unique flair to it, but just turned me on even more to Mort Drucker and Jack Davis. And then from there, I was just copying them all the time. So a lot of my style, who I was trying to emulate, I was trying to be them. And that was a very important thing, I think, in, in that I went through. And it's there's nothing wrong with that, especially in the beginning, is trying to be like your heroes because you learn from them. There's something that sticks. There's just something that resonates with you. You don't even have to force it. No one has to tell you to copy this person. No one has to tell you to study that person. You just, I mean, sometimes teachers will say, hey, look at this person, look at this artist. And if they, and if they if they grab you in a way, good. If they don't, oh well. So it's okay. You know, you're gonna find that person. And I think we don't know who that person is gonna be. And that artist, again, Mort Drucker. That's who that guy was to me. It just kind of stuck, and I thought in my mind, good God, man, this guy can draw. He is so good. He's got all the right tools. He knows lighting. He knows composition. He knows con uh, construction. He knows anatomy. He knows caricature. He knows how to draw hands. He knows how to draw movement. He knows how to draw composition. He knows how to do all these things where I realized that was going to be a gold mine to observe and understand within his work. So starting that emulation process. And because of that, it just made me a better artist. I found Mort Drucker and Mort Drucker just made me a better artist. And on my walls behind me, you can just kind of see, I've shared my studio many times on my videos, but I have a lot of his originals. And then, so through my love and passion of Mort Drucker, just got me into doing caricatures and I became obsessed with it and doing it all the time and learning, 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 copying his work all the time studying and then looking through observation and studying people and just drawing every day in the theme parks was building up my skill set constantly again just what Mort said just following your passion and doing it to the best of your ability and that's what I was just trying to do it became my passion and Mort taught me that and then I would find books like for those of you guys on my podcast can't see it but those of you guys watching my video was uh, Mort Drucker's Mad Showstoppers this book, just a tremendous, tremendous artist. 
and through that eventually got me through just a lot of hurdles. I, I could just learn so much and then from Mad Magazine became Sam Viviano, another amazing artist and again Jack Davis, another amazing artist and these artists became my teachers so they became my mentors through observation and studying their artwork even though they couldn't, they never taught online. They weren't there. It's not like what it can be today and that became a resonating thing that really stuck and then it eventually carried through into my animation career where because of my the love and the passion of caricature that Mort Drucker and these other artists had given me I would fill my portfolio with that and and submitted my portfolio at the right time to Warner Brothers Animation on a show called Hysteria which was very caricature heavy so all because of Mort Drucker and letting me and he guiding me, not knowing and not knowing him, I didn't know him and his mentorship at the time, him being a teacher, just guiding me. I used to dream about meeting Mort Drucker one day. I used to dream about, I didn't, I knew he had daughters, but they're older than I am. But I used to dream of, I want to marry one of his daughters just so Mort Drucker can be my, my father-in-law. You know, I, I, another time I want to tie, I want to kidnap Mort Drucker and just take all his and, and tie him up and, and, and just get all his knowledge from him and make him force him to teach me. And he can show me and these stupid things, but I, I used to, uh, I was so obsessed, you know, with him. Again, I used to carry his work around with me everywhere. It was just my obsession. And then I got my job at um, uh, Warner Brothers. And the director, Bob Doucette, was a huge Mort Drucker fan, was a caricature artist. And we connected on that level because of our love for Mort Drucker. He saw in my portfolio the Mort Drucker influence. And through that, we could have great conversations. So at meeting a director, whenever you're going to get hired at a studio, you meet someone, trying to find something to bond over is a great way just to connect with people. And that became a connecting bond was Mort Drucker through that. They gave me a test and that's what got me my job at Warner Brothers was doing caricatures, really the character designer, but I was doing caricatures for the show Hysteria and which led to so many other things. So caricatures have been such a huge part of my life through this whole thing. At one point I was working at Warner Brothers, I'm drawing all the time and an artist friend of mine said to me, hey, you know what, man, your stuff's really great, but maybe you shouldn't copy more Drucker so much. You got such an influence of him. You should try to be yourself. Some people would take offense to that, but it really stuck with me and made me realize, you know what I do? I need to find my own voice. And that's when I actually started to put more Drucker's stuff away, but never took it away from my heart. It was always in my heart. It was always in my mind. And then as years went by, I joined the National Cartoonist Society and was at where Mort Drucker was a member of. It's a cartoonist society organization where a lot of my heroes were going there. Unfortunately, so many of them have passed away. They're not there anymore. They don't show up. It's not what it used to be, unfortunately. And But that's where I got to meet Mort Drucker. And I remember meeting him for the very first time where I was sitting. I had just printed my very first book, The Art of Silver. And... Um, I'm trying to think that I'm trying to actually think, um, yeah, because Jack Davis, I'm trying, must have had the book or something else before that. I'm trying to remember if Mort Drucker had written something for that book. I have it right there, but I don't want to grab it right now. Um, and I remember just sitting there 
at this convention, this convention, it was a meeting where it was a whole week, uh, like about four or five days of all these cartoonists getting together and there were like talks and it was a social gathering and drinking and just partying. And here I am with Mort Drucker. So I get to meet Mort Drucker for the first time. And I remember distinctly sitting there talking to someone else. I don't know who, but it was in the bar of the hotel. At, at a table and I was just sitting there just staring at him and just like I just couldn't get the nerve to go talk to my hero this is this is Mort Drucker what am I what am I gonna do what am I gonna say how do I do it and I eventually just got up the nerve and the courage and I walked up to him and I was standing there and at first he wasn't really looking at me and then he looked at me and then he just had a smile on his face and I said hi Mort my name's, I don't know what I said. I was probably saying the dumbest thing or, and, it, and I don't know what I even said, but just like, I'm a huge fan and I'd love for you to look at my work. And, and he was so gracious and said, yeah, let's sit down. And he looked through my work and we just started talking and we had so much in common. There was just this love of just Norman Rockwell and this love of philosophy and this love of history. And, and we just connected in such a way. And he just, he, I don't know what it was. He just, he just like became all of a sudden at that moment, like this, this, my dad or this father figure. And he just embraced me from that moment on. And, and, and then we were at a bar at the night and he bought me a beer. And, and I remember holding onto this bottle and going, my God, Mort Drucker bought me a beer. And I'm just sitting there like he, he bought, he bought me a beer and I'm sitting there having conversation with Mort Drucker and it was just flowing and we just connected and, and that fanboy thing just vanished and it was no longer there. And it became this real conversation. And through there, I was able just to communicate with him and talk with him and then kept in touch with him and then I went to New York and I visited him and he invited me to his house and I went to his house and and it welcomed me into his studio and met his uh, beautiful wife Barbara and she was so welcoming and she welcomed my wife and we all connected and um, I don't know what it was but there was this spark to where I realized that this was supposed to happen in my life I was supposed to everything that happened was for a reason that for my love of finding this man's work to eventually leading on to meeting him in person and building up this connection to where it led to him uh, me asking him and having this relationship and saying hey Mort can um, I, I'm, I'm teaching online and everything, and I would love to do a documentary of you and film you. Would you be open to that? And at first, he was very skeptical about it because he didn't like people. He never wanted anyone to film him draw. He didn't do it. You never saw any footage of the man drawing because he, he made him nervous. It made him uncomfortable. He never did live caricatures. And just through talking to him, eventually he said yes. And I'm just like, oh, my God, he said yes. So then I went and bought this real expensive video equipment, like a $6,000 camera at the time. And I got my twin brother involved and I got this, uh, just this editing software. I don't even know the name of it anymore, but you know, it was one of the popular ones. And, and, and I went with my twin brother and the whole week and we were filming him and he welcomed me into his house. And this was the first time I'd ever filmed anyone, made any sort of documentary. And that's the link that you guys can see below. I'm watching that film and I'm so grateful and thankful because all these years, no one had ever filmed him in such a way and it would have been lost. And I was watching it yesterday and going, thank God 
thank God that I just did that. It was, it was for this, I, I can't even explain it and just like how everything in life is meant to be other than that. That having the ability to do that and having the foresight to do that to where so many legends are lost. You don't get to see them. Al Hirschfeld was another great person who, unfortunately, his, his fortunately, they filmed that movie, The Line, L-I-N-E, King, on, on him to be able to see him. Otherwise, it would have been lost. And I'm so grateful to have that opportunity to meet this man who inspired me and gave me so much of who I am and made me the artist I am today because of his writings, because of his teaching, because of his philosophy and his constant telling me just you know just to draw all the time and I remember meeting him for the first time at San Diego Comic-Con is actually where I first met him as a real fan before I got to know him was when I was a young boy and went there I mean young boy I was working at Warner Brothers at the time I think I was maybe around 24 years old and met him for the first time and showing him my work and his words of encouragement and learn how to draw folds and just learn how to draw the human figure and made me realize how important drawing the human figure was and, and encouraged me to do that because of those words. And I listened to him and I didn't just, none of his advice was just in one ear out the other. It's like taking it in. I'm like, I'm going to follow your advice. I'm not going to have your journey. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be that. But I, I just followed his advice and again, and then that was the it. I, 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 he would just write to me from that. I would write to him. He would write back old school in a letter and snail mail. And it's such a special time and amazing thing. But taking that advice, always just following your passion and doing it to the best of your ability, because that's what Mort Drucker taught me. And he's given so many people life and, and their ability to, to do people realize this was possible. Wow. Look what this guy's doing. This is possible. And then my greatest joy in life was when I, my dream was because of Mort Drucker to always work for Mad Magazine. And that day came where I got to work with the real guys to me in the sense, the New Yorkers, the guys that were in New York, the, the, who held that magazine together so long that they hired me to work on and do some issues for them was such an amazing thrill. And I remember when Mort Drucker found out that I was working for MAD, he was so thrilled and he was so happy for me. And it was just so amazing just to know, you know, my, my legend, my hero saw it. And, and because of him, I'm, I'm there and I got that and I got that achievement ticked off in my life because of him. Because of this man who gave me so much and had such a legacy and it's my hope that people will never forget him and the amount of artists that he inspired within throughout this life because he was he was the guy. He was the guy and still is. And I every day when I look at this artwork on my walls, I'm reminded of the greatness of this man and reminded how important it is to constantly develop your craft and work on your craft and, and find your heroes and mimic your heroes and learn from your heroes. And if you can reach out to your heroes because you never know when they're gonna get back to you. Some of them never will, unfortunately. But the importance of finding that hero along your journey to give you the tools 
in life to help you grow and not neglect that and don't think that you're above anyone and don't think that you're better than anyone and don't have an ego because that he and he was the kind of, he taught me he taught me humility he taught me how to be uh he taught me how to be an artist that you're so looked up to and admired that Mort Drucker and all of a sudden to have this temperament of just a real human being and humility and no ego and love and compassion towards others and truly care for others. And he taught me that. And that's something that I admired that so much in him and Jack Davis that I said to myself, if I ever become famous in a way that people know who I am and they look at my work because that was, you know, a goal. You want your artwork to be seen. You want people to hire you for your ability. And I knew that if, if I ever reached that where people will look at my artwork and want to buy it and people would want to hire me, that I will always treat people with respect, that I will never be above people, that I will never try to feel that I'm better than anyone. I will just be myself and just learn from what these guys have shown me and taught me and that's where unfortunately a lot of artists not a lot but there are those handful of artists who have their again their egos and that that mentality of just they just a little bit in their heads feel like they're a little bit better than people and and it affects them and they can't even have uh, relationships really with other artists because they're they're threatened by them in a way or whatever it may be where these guys just did what they did and draw what they do and I think that's the real lesson uh, in one's life too is just to be you just draw what you're going to do find your own passion follow your own pursuits and just do that and that's the most important thing and I'll end it again here with just what Mort had said is just Follow your passion and do it to the best of your ability. Thanks so much for watching. I'd like to give a big shout out to my Patreon followers and thank you guys. I'd like to thank everyone who follows this. Please subscribe. Please share. Um, if, you, if you can, if you like, I appreciate that. And if you'd like to get a caricature drawn of me, of you, I'd be more than happy to do it. You guys can look at the link below and I'll, I'll get that out to you. So thanks again so much for watching. I wish you guys all the best and stay safe, stay, stay healthy. We're going to get through this. The coronavirus is going to be gone soon. We're going to get rid of that. But just make sure that you're working on yourself, your own passions, your own focus, and let that be something that you really want to um, build towards. Again, just constantly working on what it is you're passionate about. All right, make it a great week and I'll talk to you guys next week. And I love you, Mort Drucker, and God bless Mort Drucker. All right, take care. Bye. To learn more about my Skype mentorships and workshops, please visit silvertoons.com. And if you like, sign up for my mailing list where you'll be notified of any upcoming workshops or events. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week.